Welcome to the Holsey B. Mark radio station. Listen, share, follow. Be part of the journey. Listen to things from cryptozoology, UFO, comedy, music, interviews, Freddy the Free Car Show, and much, much more. Enjoy the show. Prologue, Prague, Petrarch, Petrarch of Bohemia, Moldovia, May 27th, 1942. Jen's hands trembled as he's wrapping a highly sensitive bomb provided by SOE in a piece of cloth. Under his long chestnut bangs, the young Czech's forehead shone with a film of sweat, viscous and transparent. Like his fear, his blue eyes, usually so bright and smiling, so wonderfully alert with intelligence, now stared without seeing into space, his nostrils flaring at his, as, it, as his heart was beating with savage force against his ribcage. The room appeared suddenly devoid of air. Josephus assured him yesterday, when they were just returned from the appointed place, that he, Joseph, would be the one to carry out the assassination. Jen was more while from all support, a so-called Plan B in case Plan A didn't succeed for reasons which Jen didn't even wish to consider. But he had nothing to worry about. Joseph patted his cheek in a reassuring manner and pulled down him close by the neck, with rough fingers pressing his forehead and Jen's usual mystic gin grin in the place. Joseph had never had to use Plan B before. Jan passed her hand over his forehead with beads of moisture on it, as shamefully removing all visible traces of his hesitation, blew his cheeks out, praying to all gods that Joseph was right. It's not he was aware of the purpose of the mission he signed up for, after all, but back in Fog Britain, Britain, and the Emerald Paradise of, in, in Venetia, in a newly established camp, SOE, self-child training camp, everything seemed much easier than here in Prague, where his first hand knew the Gascarbo in action. He was a senior chief, a Reich protector, SS Ogbogopan Egerfura, Richard Heydrich himself, the man who Joseph was sent here to assassinate. It had only been a few days ago that one of their connections brought the radio message from London, confirming the mission. Rumours that Heydrich was leaving for Berlin, and after that to France, apparently only Heydrich himself knew if he would be back in Prague in the foreseeable future. They hastily decided a date, May 27th, and once again went over the plan. Three men waited for Heydrich's car at the side of the road, which took every day on his way to work for his residence in Hadkrenkeni. The road near one of the streets turned so sharply, Hedrick's Mercedes would want to, would have to slow down to almost walking pace. That's where they positioned themselves day after day, observing and marking everything down, using a bus stop as a convenient excuse for loitering where they shouldn't have been. It felt like yesterday Ian Jan saw him the first time his intended target. He saw him all again, standing in front of of his eyes, Hendrick, tall, even sitting next to the driver, 
his face shielded with a shadow of his cat visor. Only a month mouth moved in a polite smile when he motioned the driver to stop completely to now. An elderly couple crossed the street in front of the Mercedes. They bowed their gratitude to perhaps uh, nods with a languid grace and turns away. Jane clenches a gun, concealed in his pocket. Hendrick is hardly four steps away from him. It's impossible to miss from such a short distance. Then, as though sensing Jan's intense stare, Hendrick turns his head and looks him squarely in the eye. He smiles, suddenly transforming to an arrogant smirk. He shifts his gaze and his hand in his pocket back to his eyes, wide with fear. Go ahead, boy, shoot, paralyzed with unthinkable t- terror. Jan swallows hard, moves his lips into wide smell, and a depressed Depersing himself, his weakness raises his arm in Nazi salute. Henry doesn't move, only looks down with a barely perceptible air of disappointment. As soon turns away, entirely as the driver picks up speed. Jan never told Joseph about having a gun on him that day. He never told him he didn't have the guts to pull the trigger. Now, sitting alone in his room, he wondered if he was able to pull himself together, carry out the mission, or hide behind. Joseph's back like a coward again.